You're listening to the Driving Confidence Podcast for drivers who want to be calm and confident on the road. We will be sharing tips, stories and advice to beat driving nerves and anxiety and build your driving confidence. Whether you are just starting out as a learner or have had your driving license for years, if you want to transform how you feel about driving, this podcast is for you. In this episode, we're going to talk about parallel parking. Kev, I'm going to put you on the spot here. So I bumped into Auntie Anne the other day in town and she was, Tracy, I need help with my parallel parking. Can Kev help me out? And I said, yes, of course. And we had a little conversation about parallel parking, where we have to park. And I confessed, if I don't manage to parallel park second time, then I tend to move off and go and find somewhere else. And Anne was really shocked that, but you do the podcast. And I'm like, well, no, I'm still just a normal driver like everyone else. So, Kev, over to you. How can you help us out? So first thing is to think about what it actually is. You know, what is a parallel park? And basically what it is, is where you are parking in between two parked cars on the side of the road. And that's what normally throws people. First off, it is the thought of parking in between two parked cars. Some other things, we'll talk about that later, but what are you trying to do with the manoeuvre, first off? That's the first question that I ask people. And they say, well, I'm trying to park in between two parked cars. But what actually else are you trying to do? Because we want to try and simplify it. We don't want to think of the hazard straight away. And basically what you are doing is you are just reversing your car from the road and putting it next to the curb that is in simple terms what you're trying to do and when we start thinking about simple terms it makes it slightly easier so what we also need to do as well to move from that point is think about what skills have you got think about what skills do you use already in different situations that are going to help you do this the first thing is clutch control the second thing is observations. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're thinking about how do I control the car? What do I do to make sure it's safe? And how do I know where I'm going? And it, all of that is joined together. And you've probably done that in other areas of your driving. Yeah. But you don't really think about it. I mean, we do it when we pull away, don't we? So It's just the reverse. Well, this comes back to my next point. It's like, okay, so you're trying to park next to the curb. Have you ever moved away from the curb around a parked car? Well, all you're doing is it in reverse, but slower, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're keeping it slower because of that situation that you're in. Because you want to know where the curb is, you want to know where the cars are, you want to know where other cars or road users are around you. So there's more observations going on during rather than pulling away from the side of the road normally. There is observations when you move away, but it's more intense when you're doing a parallel park. So when you think about all the skills you've got, you've got all the car control, you've got your observations. What situations have you done that before? You've mentioned pulling away from behind a parked car. You've mentioned you could be doing in a car park, just parking your car in a car park. Yeah, I mean, it's not dissimilar really, is it, to parking in a base space? No, I mean, you might even drive forward into a space. Great, but you might have to reverse out. Yeah. So it's the same types of skills, just carried out in a different way. 
when I think about reversing or maneuvering my car, there's three basic skills. So the first one is control. The second one is observations. And the third one is accuracy. And what you try and do is you try and amalgamate those together because if you have the skill, have the control of the car, should I say, and you have the observations, the accuracy should follow. If you have the accuracy and you have the control, you've probably done the observations to get there. Yeah. So they're all interlinked and that's what we want to try and be thinking about. I think it's the accuracy that we all worry about, to be honest, Kev. It's the, if, if we don't do it first time or if we don't do it second time, then that's when we go, oh, I've had enough. So that's where the human factor yeah. <laughs> comes into play. It's like, oh, I can't do it anymore. I'll give up. I'll go and find somewhere else. I'll just drive and walk back to my house. Yeah. So this is the thing where we now have to work about, we've got the skills, we know what to do, we know what's required, but what causes us to change? Yeah, it's other people, isn't it? Because actually, if you were doing a parallel park and there was nobody watching and there was nobody there and there was no other traffic, you'd probably give it a few more goes. Exactly. But then why do we give up? And it's probably because there's cars waiting. The space potentially is not actually big enough for your car in the first place. Yes. Is, is another one. People don't check. They, they think, oh, there's a space. I'll go into it. But is it actually big enough to manoeuvre your car into that space? Check. But it's normally people waiting. Yeah. And you are doing a parallel park normally on a road that's got a few cars on it because that's what happens. And those cars may not be waiting a distance away. They may be fairly close. Again, added pressure. But then think about how do I control myself to allow me the best chance of success? Yes, yeah. So let's go back to when you've done other manoeuvres, reversing into a Bay Park in Tesco's. There are other supermarkets available, but yeah. we will just mention that. So if you think about when you've done that, you've done it there. So what can I then do to bring it into the parallel park? It's the same process. Blocking out, yes, I'm aware of those people, but blocking them out so you can reverse your car next to a cab. Yeah, okay. But what happens is you get stressed. Yeah. So if you are feeling stressed, what I would say is talk to yourself. I know we keep saying this on this podcast, yeah. but talk to yourself. But I'm going to change that slightly this time. Because you know that car's there and you're going to see that car that's waiting or the van that's waiting, whatever it is, what I want you to do is to say thank you. Say thank you to that person that's waiting. That puts you in a nice place. Yeah. And the person that's in that car doesn't know you're talking to them. Yeah. You might smile at them and say thank you for waiting for me. If you allow me to do this, I'll be out your way sooner. Yeah. So you, you're changing your state your emotional state and it's it's a nice way of doing it where you are in control you're actually controlling the cars that are waiting and all you're really doing is just being nice yeah and i like that because what you're doing by saying that like you say even though they can't hear you you are interrupting those really unhelpful thoughts that tend to come in where you might be saying, oh, God, and you might be you might be guessing what they're thinking. You might be, oh, they're going to be annoyed with me, they're going to be this, they're going to be that. 
you're interrupting that by instead choosing to say, right, brilliant, thank you very much for waiting, I'll be out of your way as soon as possible. So you're, you're interrupting negative thoughts and that's going to keep you calmer. I'm just going to jump in here to let you know about our Drive Calm journal. We've created a 12-week prompt journal to support our listeners to take action and improve driving confidence. The journal includes questions, prompts and exercises to create an action plan and an opportunity for reflection afterwards. Search Drive Calm on Amazon to take a look. We hope it helps. And your chance of success is normally greater. Yep, brilliant. And also, would you say to talk yourself through the manoeuvre? Potentially, yeah. yeah. Um, this probably goes back to practice, you know, and... If you're going to practice this, you might, I know where Auntie Anne lives, it's a busy road, but what I would suggest is to practice it in a quiet area first. You know, if you want to just get used to the control, yeah. the observations and the accuracy and practice it a few times. We all know practicing is going to make better. Yeah, definitely. And we say this all the time, don't we? We say, break things down into bite-sized pieces and that's what you're doing. That's how you break a parallel park down into bite-sized pieces. You start by practising somewhere quiet, somewhere where there are less obstacles, distractions, traffic, and then you build up from there. Exactly. And then people ask me, is there a technique to use? Yes, this is what we really want to know. <laughs> that's what everybody at the beginning of this episode was thinking, Kev, just tell us how to do it. It's a bit of a long-winded way of getting there. <laughs> Um, but basically what you're doing is there's loads. There's loads of different ways. And if you went onto some of the video channels, you will find different ways of parallel parking your car. What I would personally do is give it a go. Notice what you notice. Notice what you notice in the mirrors. Notice where the parked car is that you're parallel parking round. You know, if you turned now, are you likely to hit it? To go a bit further. If you think yes, go a bit further. And then recognise where that point is. So you're building your own reference points is is my preferred way of doing it. Okay, so have a go, have a play, have a practice, work out for yourself. There's also ways of doing it. There's the one-to-one exercise. Tell and me it, more. Yeah, ex most people don't know what I'm doing. But basically what it means is you are getting level with the car that you are about to reverse around you turn the steering wheel one full lock to the left because that's the way you want the car to go if you want the car to go to the right turn it to the right but let's go with parking on the left so you one turn to the left and you turn your car to a 45 degree angle yeah and when you get to that 45 degree angle turn two turns to the right when you get parallel with the curb turn one full turn to the left and that's where the one, two, one. Brilliant. Now, when we were planning this episode, later on that same day, I had to go and do the school run. And I gave this a go. And it worked. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it, if it works for you, fantastic. You I know? was really shocked. All these years, I've been driving for years. And yeah, I used the one, two, one. And it worked. I've used it twice now. What you'll find is horses for courses. Yeah. And what I mean by that is the space that you're getting into might be smaller. That technique will not work. Okay. So you might need to adjust that steering slightly. 
But have that in the back of your mind. This, again, will just build confidence. It gets you into the process of doing something. And people like processes. Yes, yeah. Because they give them something to follow. But that's the one-to-one technique, I suppose. Okay, great. And we need a good-sized space for that one. Minimum of one and a half car lengths. Okay, great. That's the minimum-sized space you need to parallel park. And most people say, okay, that's good, but I've got a big car. It's still one and a half cars. It's still one and a half, yes, of course. <laughs> so one and a half of your size car. Exactly. Yeah, so again, have a play. Have a, you know, see what works, see what doesn't work. See if you notice how much steering you're putting on. You might not even notice. But what you're also trying to do as well, and I know it's not good practice, but people steer when the car's not moving. Try not to do that because, again, you're wearing your tyres out and also the parts of the car that act for the steering. So be aware of that as well. So try and move the car very, very slowly and turn at the same time. Okay, lovely. So how's that then? Did that help Auntie Anne? Yes. Well, we will find out because she's looking forward to hearing this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And we'd love to hear what other people say as well. You might have your own techniques and I'd love to hear them as well because... I'm always learning these new techniques as well that people have come up with themselves. So, Yeah, brilliant. Let us know. Has it helped you? Will it help you? Our contact details are in the show notes, as always. And don't forget to leave us a review, share with anybody you know who can't do a parallel park and might find this one useful. And don't forget to follow or subscribe on your favourite podcast player. So all that leaves us to say is until next time, have a great day, whatever you're doing. Thank you for listening. Find out about the different ways that you can work with us on our website, www.confidentdrivers.co.uk and begin to transform the way you feel about driving. 